Hey everybody, this is episode 129 of For the Record Podcast. Uh, we're back. I am looking at this website and apparently the last episode I posted before this unannounced break was August 24th of this year. Um, I had recorded a couple things, but to, I guess, completely level with everybody, the people that really listened to this and, and embraced the show and were really... Um, really big on me continuing and always doing these episodes. I've been working on a few things personally that I needed to take care of for the rest of this year. Um, and just, just uh, there were. I won't go too much into it. Maybe in another episode I'll talk about it, but um, just at least a little more in detail. But I just, uh, I wasn't feeling too great, and I needed to take care of myself, and uh. It's been an interesting few months. There have been some really wonderful things, and there have been some things that haven't been that amazing, but um, I miss the show a lot, and I really want to keep doing it. Uh, I love talking to artists. I love talking with people who listen to the show, and uh, I I don't want to take this out of my life, so I want to keep pushing forward and doing it. I'm really going to try and stick to at least having two episodes... Um, actually, at least one episode on a Wednesday. Ideally, I'd love to do Wednesday, Wednesday and Friday, with maybe more, depending on how many people I talk to in a week. But we'll see how things go. Right now, I just want to make sure there's at least one up every week. These few episodes that are going to be going up soon, um, a full disclosure with a few of them, I had done them on the phone in the thoughts that they were going to be... Um, written interviews like they were going to be transcribed so I recorded them on a phone recorder and I've done episodes like this before if you have been listening there was an episode I did with Ray Toro um, formerly of My Chemical Romance who um, I did it when I was <laughs> I did it when I was driving over the bridge because I was stuck in traffic and I was going to be late so I just recorded it on this app uh, that I'm going to give a great shout out to called Tape Call. Um, I've been using them since I started doing interviews because they just immediately pull all phone recordings without me having to hold it up to a microphone, and it's it's really handy. So the quality is going to be a little bit different. It's not like I'm recording it in a studio or in, in, a, in a home setting or whatever the case may be. So I just want to give that disclosure. But um, uh, after that, should be just posting from the studio. And if there's ever a situation where I'm like running super late to do an interview and just that's the only option I'll give that preface before the show starts anyway uh this episode was done all the episodes that are also going to be coming up were done a little while back because it was when I was starting to scale back and then around the beginning of October was when I really said I needed to take a break for myself um but I did record a couple of episodes before then um and one of them was uh, with a vocalist named Rock Tracy, who is the vocalist for um, a really cool alternative band called Unwill. Um, they just only a couple weeks ago released their sophomore record called Can't Kill Me. Um, it was released on Friday, November 16th, the week before Thanksgiving. Um, and it was it was awesome talking with him. Um, now, like I said, this was written this was done as though it was going to be a phone or like a written audio excuse me, I can't talk, a written interview, so when I talk about transcribing and stuff like that, that's what you're, that gives it the context, but anyway, I'm really happy to be back, I miss doing this, I miss 
coming up with questions and uh, mixing everything each week and interacting with the people who listen to the show. And um, I'm going to keep doing this. And we're going we're gonna to talk to as many people as we can. Um, all right, so without further ado, uh, this is episode number 129 of For the Record with Rock Tracy of Unwill. Enjoy. This rock? Yeah, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Uh, so sorry for the confusion earlier. My brain is not oh, working. No problem today. at all, man. <laughs> Same here, dude. That's why I was waking up from a nap. I was just like, what, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Monday. I'm, I'm still on, still kind of recovering from the busy weekend. So I'm just kind of in that way. Yeah, you're on that, brother. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, um, if you're still able to talk, um, I'm uh, ready to go. I got some questions, and uh, it should be about like 20, maybe 30 minutes. Let's do it, baby. All right. Yeah, the, I guess the first thing I wanted to talk to you about was, um, and this might be a question you're getting asked at this point, given that um, you're putting out a sophomore album and that there's um, there's only, I guess, one album before it. It's very cliche to ask the um, the what's the biggest difference between your your first album and your previous album. But the thing that I wanted to note about the um, the past life release is just how just I guess how heavy it was as a record, where it very much verged on post hardcore. And then the new song that you guys put out, sometimes it sounds very much I don't want to say different, but it's got it's it's got a new uh, I guess style to I guess what were you guys trying right. to do? what were you guys trying to accomplish like between these two records because there's only like a year or two difference between them as well. Yeah, well, I, and I'd even say that "Can't Kill Me" is gonna make sometimes look like it's something completely different. You know what I mean? It's um. A lot of stuff happened, man. A lot of, a lot of just drama. A lot of just we we were broken to be honest as a band. You know, we uh we lost a member who we're still cool with, but uh you know we had a whole management team, we had a label, and it, it kind of seemed like there's no good way to put it. It's kind of like a game almost, you know. Like we're trying to do what we were trying to do. And it seemed like nothing was falling into place, but the blame would always come back to us. And um, I think with sometimes that was just a really dark, dark uh, time for us, you know. And uh, we just knew that at that time that we were we were not gonna give up or nothing. We were gonna change, and then that's where this whole "Can't Kill Me" vibe started to come in. And we're like, you know what? I started just making this stuff. Let's let's say fuck the label. Let's say forget about, you know, forget about these producers. Let's just lock up in the barn and write some just like some 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 raw, just classic feeling rock with some new edge to it and some new heat to it. Yeah, it almost felt like I was listening to a modern era, like a modern era grunge song, like maybe what grunge would be now if it had still, if that genre had oh, yeah. continued. Like, because it had that sadness and that kind of feeling and that what you're saying 
it it matches up and it makes more sense now that you're saying that that's like yeah there was there was a lot of darkness in that time. Absolutely, I wish you know I wish uh I wish there was some of this music out now for uh, you to listen to. You'd, you'd really get a, a brighter picture of what we're trying to go for now. I mean, as far as uh, we're going to be dropping a video for uh it's going to be called Keep It Gold. It's the first track on Can't Kill Me. Yeah. Uh, that's that's gonna be dropping in like a week, so we're finally really gonna get this train moving and get this uh get this record hyped up to come out on October sixteenth. Yeah, what um I guess what would you say? I guess going off of that, what was the what's the concept of the video? Does that play into the theme of I guess the overall oh, that kind of you that you guys were going well, through, or is there like a new concept to it? I'd have to say that it is like. If you look at sometimes, it's just kind of a dark hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of just like a, a whole lot of frustration and a boom that kind of comes to this, you know, just that that need in you to change. And I think Can't Kill Me is surrounding this this, this thing that kind of follows us around every second of every day. This yeah. feeling, you know, this, emb- this embodiment of just like something trying to kill us, it feels like, you know? And I think for the video, if if you look at the video, if you've seen any like the screenshots we posted up, it's it's flashy, you know. We got prop money flying all over. We got a couple girls, you know, a couple models we hired for the shoot. And it, it really is supposed to be focused on uh on the concept of just like you know material obsession with the undertone of being uh shipped in and out, you know, kind of plugged into this market, you know. You just kind of put into this circus, I guess you could say. You're just like a one-trick little pony. You got to get up there and just kind of really pointing out kind of just, I don't know, some of the darkness in what's going on, but not so much forefronted. Like, we're just trying to have some fun with it. Without, I guess, giving away too much, um, what was some of the, given that you guys were on a label and now you're an independent band um, in between these yeah. records. What was it that I guess was the the I guess the drama aspect of it in terms of how? Because I know that every band there are bands I see that are on labels that they're perfectly happy, and then there's others that it isn't for them. I guess what was it about the situation that that didn't I guess work for you guys as a unit? Oh, man, I mean, it was just. The, the time frame itself. I mean, if I'm if I'm gonna be honest with you, Jared, it, it's it felt like we just weren't treated like equals. Or like you know, you kind of go in to these deals, and you know, you got this this whole you're gonna be a rock star. You know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna make this happen, and you're gonna get this amount of money and produce this record. And and when it actually when when all those pieces you know were coming together, it kind of seemed like. You know, you'd, you'd send them an email and you wouldn't hear from them. Yeah. And then it ended up the year fall, you know. You know, we wouldn't hear from them for months. And, you know, we were very mature as well. We we didn't maybe understand the game particularly well. It was a great learning experience. But uh, it just really, uh, I don't know, man. That was just, it seems like if we were to ever go that route again, we are not going to take the whole I don't really know how to say it. The the big dickery, the kind of like, 
no, you, you take this deal because this is how it works. It's like, whoa, well, what happened to you, like, believing in us, in our yeah. vision? Like, it seems like that kind of is, like, the pitch. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's. You, there's certain aspects where you see that it, it, it – I mean, it goes back to, to what you just said, where it's the um, – having all of this control over a band, and then you're kind of going there like, wait a minute, I thought you, you signed us because you liked us for what you knew that we were capable of putting out. Why is there suddenly all this control and all of this stuff that's going – it's an it's an interesting thing. It's it's it works very differently with with uh, with all sorts of bands. There's never I've never heard like the same story. So it's always an interesting. Yeah. Well, you know what, man? Yeah. It's, it's saying that I'm not gonna like say any names and nothing, but I got friends in other bands who were dealing with the same team and getting way different treatment. So it's kind of like, damn, like you got the availability. You know, kind of yeah. to the point where it's like, you know what, we're better off just taking this on our own and being our being our own parade without getting too bitter on it. You know, but we we were hurt, man. It really, it, yeah. it felt like for a while that that this, if we didn't do it this way, there would be no can't kill me. There'd be no unwell. Yeah, like that was this was the way we had to do it. What was the first step for you guys with moving forward after? Uh, making that change and parting from the label and the member change and, and everything, I guess, that was yeah. encompassed in that period of time. And, I yeah, what was that first step? Completely structure, really. I mean, uh, you know, we kind of wanted to leave past life in the past. Yeah. You know, sometimes kind of opened uh, – we wanted to bring more of a, a sting with our identities. You know, we want to – make more of a, a characterization of ourselves in this deeper scheme, you know? It's not really it's not really about just just all the stuff it used to be. It used to be about just, you know I can't even really find the words sometimes. Like you you're just part you're part of this this system and you're supposed to act this certain way and you have to have these certain ideas and and it's like, well, what if I don't believe that, you know? Am I going to not be treated as equal? I still like you. We can, you know? And I think now we're really just shifting the gear of, like, I don't know, the first steps were crazy because we just shifted all around what we're doing, how we're doing it. Like, we're just at the barn, just letting it flow, drinking some Miller High Life, just having a good old time, you know? Like, it's not, it's not anything crazy now. It's not stress. So how long? How long did it take for for uh, for the the new record, I guess, to be to, to come to fruition and be put together? When you from the moment that you I guess started writing those songs all the way up until you finished and said we're done, we have it recorded, it's 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 ready to go. It's kind of tricky. It's like you know, we we would have just like. It was in a gradual swing. We kind of wrote it slowly at first. You know, we wrote a couple of the tracks, like, you see, like, Slaves on there on the track listing. Like, that's one we kind of wrote a little earlier. And then once we got to the Keep, keep It Gold one, that kind of was more like, uh, okay, now we know what, we're, what, we, what we stand for, what we're trying to get out there in the universe, you know. That real battle, I think, an embodiment and, and uh, also – the correlation between the two is like the spirit and the ego 
I think is a, a very highlighted concept on this because if you're looking through the lens, you know, you are the ego. You are the belief in yourself. And not to digress too much from your question, but no, yeah, this is more more of just like the wave of what we're doing now. It just changed. I mean, we just decided it's going to be us three writing music, seeing it flow, and we just let it run. Now we just let it, you know, we just feel it out. It's kind of like the best way I could put it. It's like we get together in that barn, and I'm just with my brothers, and it's like we're just reaching into this world and grabbing these ideas, you know, these videos and and just, like, the songs. It feels like it's already, like, written in another universe that's just being drawn from. It feels more natural, especially. Absolutely, absolutely. It's yeah. Just, like, I, I feel like, like my voice on this record is just, it's completely different than sometimes. It's completely different than past life. Like, I always want to change you know, how I'm singing and, and pushing the direction of my voice. Like, I just want that, too. Like, we all want that. We want this. We just want Unwell to be a place where, like, you, whoever you are, you don't have to be a part of this click mentality. You know, you don't have to be a part of this, that, or the other thing. You could just come in the politics and all the bullshit. That's out the fucking door. Like, just rocking out, having fun, bringing that old classic mentality back is like what we really want to do give people a place yeah um when did you guys start to see the album not not necessarily the music but the theme and some of the ideas we were talking about when did you start to see this take shape throughout the writing and throughout throughout the process of putting together the album i mean dude the universe man just everything from the label when, you know, people, not for nothing, they start to treat you a little different when you're down and out. When it looked like you were on that ride, and then all of a sudden it all hits the fan. And you're, just, you're not on the road touring. You're, you're trying to figure out, you're trying to pick up the pieces. You know, the whole team left, the label left. So that really fueled, like, this energy of, we're not going to let this shit fucking stop us. We're yeah. gonna do this. We're we're like no matter what we got, we got a barn, we got equipment, you know, we got recording equipment, and we got a we got our time, you know. Let's just coop up, make a record that we know is just gonna be potent with what we feel, hone in on a on what we really wanna make on will and what we really wanna route from, you know what we want to establish as because one of the, the weirdest truths, you know, about uh, the the whole collapse, because it feels like you lost everything, is that you you kind of regain this new light of just like like I don't even know how to put it. You just want like you see the you see it as you can let it define you or you can just tell that voice to shut the fuck up and you're going to take him out of the ball. Going off of that, what do you hope that um, listeners take away from Can't Kill Me when they um, when they pick it up in the stores and they listen to it? What I want you to take from Can't Kill Me as a listener, uh, 
I think we all just want you to see that beyond the ego, beyond the presence, there is something there, and I and and we we believe that, and we believe that there's something great going on with the power of love. If we can if we can see the embodiment and look past and and see the true light that we are and are divine from, I believe. I think we're all connected. I think we're all one, and I think we all just need to remember that. And I think that can't kill me is kind of the thing trying to kill that. I meant to ask you as well at the start of this, um, why did you decide to gravitate towards uh, Sometimes as the first single um, over any of the other tracks on the EP or on the album? Well, I mean, really, Sometimes has been out quite a while now. That we just kind of wrote to just, like, we felt like we had to do something because Past Life did not do Jack. You know, it was a flop. We didn't end up doing a lot of the stuff we would have wanted to do or get on any reliable tours that didn't, you know, crumble. And then the blame was on us. Like, Sometimes it's just really just a song. That was kind of the start of the new process, I'd say. Because that was written, like, we were just chilling, all of us just down in the dumps, and just picked up an acoustic and just started strumming that riff. And I just started, you know, spitting out some lyrics, and all of a sudden that came together, and we're like, well, we could record that here. We can't really afford to go out in the studio right now. We're broke. And so we did that, and then we're like, hey, you know what? You know, get a camera and just shoot a video ourselves and, and make it whatever, like, the best thing we can is. And, like, fuck it. Just dropped it. We're like, all right. Kind of started that wave, though, where it's like, you know what? We can still do this. We, we, we got music. We got tunes in us. And that direction started just spiral crazy. I, I really can't wait for you to, to hear Can't Kill Me and everyone out there and, and then just really see it and feel it and, you know, kind of take in. Because it's really somewhat difficult to try and describe it when it's not out yet to really enjoy and, and connect with. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it when it drops. Um, to, to step back on something that I I guess I just thought of from, from something that you said where you said that um, – uh, you said that past life didn't really do anything like tour wise or or career wise or whatever that is. But with that being said, do you, did you guys still, as a unit, think that were you guys at least satisfied with the music you had written in the production? Did you guys set out to accomplish um, in your in your eyes what you guys wanted to do musically with that record? It was the start, you know what I mean? It was definitely the start. The label also, you know, that, that causes a little pushback to some degree because then you have, like, have to release it on a certain day and then you got to get this set up. That's why the freedom of being free now is, like, we can just decide when we want to do anything now. It's in our court. But uh, as far as the production, you know, we uh, we went and recorded that in uh, Massachusetts with this dude, you know, it was, it was a solid time. It was definitely a different way of doing it. But uh, we're we're definitely happier doing things the way we're going to do them now. We oh. really want to keep things pushing forward from now. Definitely. Kind of like, uh, let the past be the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, last thing I want to ask is, it's just, it's 
pretty straightforward, but um, for people to go and check out Can't Kill Me and to keep up on you guys, I know you said you have the, the music video coming out in the next week. Where can people go? Where can they follow you guys? Find the new music. Any links that you want to uh, plug yeah. in, this is where we uh, tag it on again. Right on. Well, we're going to be making an announcement about uh, the the video premiere in the next couple of days, and, and that premiere is mean, going to be uh, sometime next week. And okay. if you want to connect with us, at Unwill Band on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, Unwill, U-N-W-I-L-L. Uh, we're, we're posting on there, and uh, you'll see that stuff, and... We plan to just get more and more active as more of this content starts coming out and hopefully hit the road, the, the road as soon as possible and, and start jamming out with all y'all and having, having a good time. Awesome, man. Well, Rock, thank you so much for taking the time to chat. Um, I'm going to get this up. Right on, dude. Awesome, man. Have a great day. Take care. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I'm going to be a little bit ambitious, and I'm going to try to get another episode up on Friday since there's a few of these that are back cataloged that I really want to try and get up as soon as possible. Um, I'm going to end this with a song from Unwill. This is track number seven off of their new album. Uh, the song is called Slaves, and it's off of their band's sophomore record, Can't Kill Me, which is available now. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you soon.